Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7. The fans simulcast on the Team 980 and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. I'm just sitting here on a Saturday morning thinking, how the hell did we let former Maryland Terrapin DJ Moore catch eight passes for 230 yards, three touchdowns, should have been four because he didn't even step out of bounds. We couldn't even tackle him. Like, that was the worst part, too. Not only was he making the catch, but we couldn't tackle him. It was extremely painful watching that game. I appreciate all the support coming in on social media. If you tweet me throughout the show, it's a good tweet. We'll read it on air at AWOD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. I love doing sports radio for days like today because I'm so pissed off about this team, and I know the fan base is too. So let your opinion be heard. Call AWOD, 1-800-636-1067. Call AWOD, 1-800-636-1067. For me, what's the most frustrating was that, one, this was a bad loss, all right? And I was so confident in this win that I invited people over. I had a watch party. That was a huge mistake. A terrible performance from start to finish on national television, not only against a winless team, but a team currently on a 14-game losing streak. That's god-awful. Matt Eberflus, Eberflus, outcoached Ron Rivera. Barry Sfaluga said on the Washington Post, he said, before Thursday night, the commanders had allowed opponents to score on 52.4% of their possessions, second worst in the league. And then they proceeded to cough up three touchdowns and two field goals on the Bears' first five drives. By the end of the night, that percentage was up to 56.6%. 56.6% of possessions end up with points on the board. I mean, are you kidding me? That has to be the worst loss over the Rivera era. Coming off what I called on my show the most heartbreaking loss of the Rivera era, right? The only thing I could compare it to, the Eagles' loss, was that 2020 game against the Giants where you went for two and missed it. This was even more heartbreaking because you decided not to go for two. I mean, this week was nothing but pain. Felt like torture on Thursday night, watching with my friends, embarrassed, of my own team. Embarrassed. My goodness. Let's go back to the phone lines. I want to talk to the fans here on the fan. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Gus in Alexandria. What's up, Gus? Hey, well, you know, um, if the fan base gets what it wants and we get rid of Rivera Del Rio and we pump Bienemy up to head coach, I think that may be negative development for Hal because right now Bienemy can focus on Hal. Bienemy becomes head coach. He's going to focus on the whole team. He's going to try to get wins. He may even put Brissett in there, even though Hal's not to blame for any of the bad performances. 
And I didn't think this team was going to go that far anyways. 10-7 and seven was the best it would do. So it is about just, you know, getting Howell right at this point. So you're, you think it's more important to focus on Sam Howell than to win games right now? Well, I mean, you got to win games, of course. But I think we plateau so much without having a quarterback, right? This yeah. isn't a world-beater defense. You know, as I said before, maybe 10-7 and seven at the best. But getting the quarterback developed is going to get us to that next level. I'm about winning playoff games, not just making it to the wild card round. No, no, you're right. And I will say, before the season, you know, I, I love that perspective because my my take before the season was, as long as we figure out our quarterback, well, I don't care if we lose a ton of games. And it feels like we may have figured out our quarterback situation with Sam Howell. I just can't watch my defense give up 40 points. Something has to change. I agree with you, and I'm not saying you keep Rivera Rio for next year. I think this is it for them. At this point, you know, I'm not going to be confident as a fan of this team until they win three in a row and beat Philly as part of that three-win streak. And then I'll get confidence again. But at this point, I think we're going to have new coaches next year. And who knows? I mean, we get a Ben Johnson, someone like that, who sees, you know, that this is with new ownership, this is definitely the place to come to. Good call, Gus. I appreciate you chiming in. Let's go to line eight. Ed in Fredericksburg, you're on the fan with AWOD. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, hey, what's going on? I think Harris needs to take that GM title away from Rivera, bring someone – he should be bringing someone like that. Then that new GM can help start bringing in and thinking about coaches. Yeah. Well, you I know? think he wants to make that move after the season. Would you like him to do it right now? Well, I mean, if he moves in right now, then he can be thinking about, you know, coaches he wants to keep, coaches he wants to fire, bringing in a football guy. Because obviously Rivera is not a talent guy. He can't bring in the right guys. He can't coach guys. Yeah. So I don't know. I think Harris should be thinking about someone that can uh, help him take over the team and get who he wants in there. Yeah. No, good call, man. I appreciate it. And, and you're right. I don't know that Josh Harris wants to make a move right now and fire Ron Rivera. But I also know that he wants to get butts in seats. And you're not going to have butts in seats when you lose by 20 at home. That can't happen. I mean, I guarantee you, less game, less people are going to go to the next game, and you had a sellout streak, and so you might have to make a move if because he cares about the bottom line. He cares about making FedEx home once again. It didn't feel like home. It felt like the Chicago Bears were dominating, and at the end of the game, you can hear Bears fans on TV. Let's go to Larry oh, hey, and Maryland. Oh yeah, one more thing. What's up? Oh, Jerry. All right, Larry in Maryland. Larry, you're on the fan. Hey, top of the morning, top of the morning. A.Y., big fan. Thank uh, you. I think I tweeted you a couple of times. I lost my phone, and I ain't tweet you in a minute, but I've been sick about my Wizards. My best, I'm the cable guy, Larry the cable guy. I've been sick yeah. about the D.C. I'm just, I am, I'm sick. I am sick. Hey, listen, I, I had to go back, and I looked at Ron Rivera record, and I'm like, why is he here? Yeah. Why is he here? I'll tell you why he's here. It's it's one name, Cam Newton. That right. That's it. Right, right, right. So, will we be able to win games with another coach? No, because everybody on this team, to me, I don't even to a man yourself. I haven't. I don't play. I didn't play uh, sports professionally, but I did play sports, and there was a such thing as my name. You're going to know my name by the time I get off this court. You see what I'm saying? I do not see that in the catch that they brought in the last four years. None of them. 
the last hypeness I think I seen was you like that? You like that? No, I don't like that because we, we like, listen. No, you're right. I honestly watching the game. I wanted to see someone break something on the sidelines. You know, throw a cooler. I feel like there are only three guys on this defense that care. Maybe four. I'll say Deron Payne cares, Jonathan Allen cares, Montez Sweat cares, and Cam Curl cares. Uh, the other guys might be just playing for the money. If that, if that. So, so I'm. This is this. This is what I have to say. The last thing, and, and, and I'm uh, going to listen to you. Uh, stop spending money, fans. I know. One more year, y'all. Stop spending money. Don't go to no more games. Make the make. They, they got to go. We we have to let the owners know that we we see you, and please see us because we see you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, and here's the thing I will say. Josh Harris has done everything correct since taking over the ownership. The one thing I wanted him to do was to enhance the fan experience. He did that in training camp. He did that in preseason. That that Ravens game was bumping, and it was just preseason. And you know what? We won, and that felt good. And there's been three sellouts. And and, And now if he's listening to the fan base. That was the feel good of the Snyder being gone. That was the feel good. I got that. But see, now we're dealing with the last stench of the Snyder era. And... Jack Slack, I'm sorry, Slack Fail Rio and Don Rivera are the last two pieces to that puzzle that got to go. So we need the clean house now. Put eat, be enemy coach now, not interim. No, 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 coach now. So he can bring in his guys next year so we can start to see some type of difference because we see the difference. He's doing something with that offense. He is. But wow. We lost, no. and I knew. Hey, listen, I yeah. knew we was gonna lose. It hurt me, <laughs> and I felt it. I said, man, should, I said, man, these people gonna come in here. I know they looking at their chops. I know they saying, y'all, this our get right game. This is our right. get right game, y'all. And guess what they did? Got right. How many times have we let an Owen ever team come in here and beat us and get right? The Giants beat often. us, go to the Super Bowl, win. They was losing, but they beat us and they go win. Detroit the flipped. And they better than us now. How the hell is – oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nah, How keep going. Possible, keep going. Man? Keep going. I like Seriously. the passion. Eagles, Giants, Dallas, they just fell five, six, seven times and grew right back up. Where are we at? Still at the bottom. I am tight and slim. Stop going to the game, fans. Stop. Slow down. Hold your money. I ain't got no money. I just bought a lighter because <laughs> I smoke. And they got a W on it. That's about the only thing. That's about the only thing I spent because I've been six since 2012. When we got RG3, I said, oh, my Lord, we finally got us a quarterback. Next thing you know, oh, Lord, you know how to use some of my biscuit eater. Oh, my <laughs> Hey, Slim. And then we had two good quarterbacks. Y'all couldn't get it right with Kirk Cousins. We had two good quarterbacks. I'm saying, y'all, I'm tired. These jokers got to go. Bye-bye. Step down. Sayonara, holla at you. Go kick some, some, I don't know. Go fishing. Eat some clams. Do something. Go fishing. That's a good call, man. I appreciate you chiming in. I love the energy and the passion. I wanted to cry after Thursday night. I really did. Man, I dude, hated watching it. I hated 17, it. And I looked up, like, hold on, what? I say no across. I'm like, no, touch that. I say, get the Fizzle stick out of here. Are you hey, good serious? call, man. I appreciate it. We got to run. We're up against a break here. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. We'll take more of your phone calls. If you bring the energy like that, you're going to have a good call. Appreciate it. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Just past 11.15 here on a Saturday morning. This is DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Always available around the country on the Odyssey app. Ride with me. We're recapping the Thursday Night Fright. TNF, the Thursday Night Fright. The 40-20 to home loss to the winless Chicago Bears here on The Fan. And you know what's so disappointing? I thought the embarrassing losses were over. Nope. This was supposed to change. I told myself it was supposed to be over. The nightmare. Now that Dan Snyder wasn't in charge. We all believed. Turns out, it wasn't all Dan. You can't just blame Dan Snyder for everything. But what I will say is, to me, I smelled Dan Snyder at that game. I'm like sniffing my television. I smelled Dan Snyder on TV at that game. You know what? We have to remove... Everyone that's connected with that stench. That Porter Potty owner, Dan Snyder. Anyone that's connected with him. Anyone who worked for Dan has a stench on them. It is attached to them. No matter how much they wipe, no matter how much they clean and shower, that was poop on Thursday Night Football. We watched poop on TV. And that stench is on Ron Rivera. Because he's still connected to Dan Snyder. He's still connected. Covered in that terrible owner's mess. He's filled with it. You must remove all forms of Dan Snyder. And Ron, Ron was a Dan Snyder mouthpiece for years. Remove him. Remove everyone that was connected with Dan Snyder. Remove Jack Del Rio. Everyone who was once connected with Dan must go. Because what I watched on Thursday night, that was a poop show. It smelled and looked like the Dan Snyder era. I thought we were done with that. It stunk. The first total stinker of the new era. And I blame it on Ron Rivera. It's not going to change until he's out the building. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Wayne in Largo, Maryland. Wayne, you're on the fan. I totally agree with you, sir, about removing uh, Ron Rivera and Del DeRio. I've been a Redskin fan since 1960, the Sonny Jurgensen era. We have definitely got to get Rivera out of here. I felt as though he should have never come here from North Carolina. I feel as though Dan DeRio, he was a good coach when he was with the Raiders, but he has changed as well. We got our coach right here with the enemy in D.C. Ron Rivera feels as though the enemy is going to take his position. He tried to throw the enemy under the bus earlier this year. We got our coach. Let's get Del Rio 
Let's get Ron Rivera out the door. I'm 69 hey. years old. Yeah, you you sound like you sound like. Hey, man, you sound like this team has just ripped you apart, man. They they have they have, especially with uh, Rivera. What's his name? McCaffrey came on with Dallas when Rivera came here. I told I was telling everybody we should have gotten McCaffrey. We um, Rivera McCarthy, is doing yeah. the same thing he did with North Carolina. He's doing the same thing here. He's got to go. We've got our coach with the enemy. Why don't we put him in the season now and let him represent us, give him a little time to do his thing. And we, I can't get as emotional as everybody else because I'm up in age. But we have our coach here with the enemy. Let him do his thing. Hey, I appreciate the call, man. And, and hopefully you can support a, a winning franchise soon. I, I know it's been a long time. I, I'm 30 years old here, so I never got to see the Super Bowl championships, man. So I'm jealous of that. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to Nick in Ashburn. Nick, you're on the fan. What's up, Nick? Chris, see if you can help me out with the phone lines here. I'm not hearing these guys. Let's go to... Okay, let's go to uh, Douglas in D.C. Douglas, you're on the fan. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Hey, um, let me, hey I got a couple just points. Just hear me out for a moment. Uh, you know, this five-run Rivera stuff, let's be honest here, this team was nothing more than a 7-8 win team from the, from the jump anyway. But on top of that, if you looked at the schedule when it first came out, you would have said this team would have been 2-3, and 1-4 and four, somewhere in there. And I'm not defending Ron. Let me also be clear on that because Ron and Jack, they'll be gone in January. But hear me out. At some point, too, I, I, you know, I question a lot of these players as far as um, their desires because, I mean, we can say, you know, that the coach should be jumping up and down getting these guys. But these guys are paid millionaires, self-starters, so they shouldn't need anybody to do all that. But they go out there and get these lackadaisical efforts too. So, you know, like I said, I, I think the blame goes all the way around. No, but, you're right. Um, but, hey, but Nick, 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 I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you respond, but let me bring up mm-hmm. something, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I do think it's on the players, but also I truly believe we have a ton more talent than the Seattle Seahawks. But you know what they have? An inspirational coach in Pete Carroll who's in his 70s, and he gets the boys fired up every week, and they play as a team. We have more talent, but they're not inspired. Uh, I, I question the talent. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see probably. The, the, I, I think this team probably gets a little bit more credit than it deserves as far as the talent overall. And I'm not just talking about like with the line and some of this stuff. Some of these guys, like I said, even if you look at the defensive line, the defensive line, Sweat. Uh, I mean, he he disappears a lot. Um, like I said, the two tackles are good. I mean, Chase. The jury's still out on. If you look even on the back end, outside of really maybe say Curl, the rest of the guys are not that great. Offense, Terry. Johan Dawson showed flashes, but where has he been this year? You know, so like I said, I question some of that talent that people say. But but with that, like I said, I, I thank you guys. Like I, said, I know it's emotional, and we did get embarrassed. But like I said, trust me, uh, Harris is going to clean house. And even with Bianami, he has a snide stench on him because that was a snide move. You remember, Ron was going to hire one of his old cronies, Ken Zampezi, or, or the guy that used to be in New York. And then when then then it, then it, uh, Eric came and they sent the jet and they wined and dined him. That's a snide move. Like I said, this house will be clean. I, I, like I said, I mean, you know, Eric hopefully he gets to be a coach one day, but I just don't see him being the coach here. And then why would he want to take over this mess with a defense that can't stop anybody? Right. You, could, you could take them over there. They couldn't stop the Terps. No, and it's a good point, and I brought it up earlier. I don't think that Eric Bieniemy looks at this as a good opportunity here because the defense might not be fixable. I mean, he could score 30 points a game. They're giving up 36. They're going to lose. And he yeah, doesn't want the yeah, losses I'm... on his resume. No, good right. call, man. I appreciate it. Let's keep it going right, here. Yep, we got James in the DMV. James, you're on the fan. 
What's up, James? All right, let's try Nick again in Ashburn. Nick, you're on the fan with AWOD. Line five. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. So, you know, it, I, I know this is going to sound like piling on at this point, but they, they just have guys at decision-making authority positions outside of the ownership that just aren't prepared and, you know, aren't, you know, not, have nothing in their resumes that prepare them to be in the positions they're in or in their prior roles. They, they performed in a way that does, didn't lead them to, uh, should, shouldn't have led them to get a job here. I mean, from Jason Wright all the way through Martin Mayhew, whom I love from his time as a Redskin. But I mean, remember, he was assistant general manager in Detroit for four years leading up to Detroit's 0 16 season. So, Again, I mean, how he has an NFL personnel job after that, I don't know. Matt Millen doesn't. Um, and then Ron. I mean, just from the for every position, every every position of authority in this organization outside of ownership has to go. I mean, I think there's some good coaches on that staff. I mean, I wouldn't want to get rid of Eric Bieniemy. Uh, I think you know Randy Jordan is a great running backs coach. So there's guys on that staff that are good. I mean, Randy's he, he's a holdover from the Jay regime. So I mean, he's he's a good coach. And there's guys in that organization who can coach, but the guys with decision making authority they're just not prepared and they're just and they're just not competent yeah and i think the game has has passed by ron rivera uh, personally yeah, i just absolutely. think he's too old now he doesn't inspire anyone he doesn't understand the new schemes uh you know he's doing the same thing over and over again and i still i, I keep going back to the fact that his team's down 27 to 3 and he had nothing to say like are you kidding nothing. me I'm playing Nothing Madden to and to my friend, and I'm losing, and I got something to say to fire up my team at halftime. He's got nothing to say, so what are you doing coaching here? You're just cashing a paycheck, doing nothing. You can't evaluate talent. You don't take the quarterback position seriously. You don't take the offensive line seriously at all. You're supposed to be a defensive guy. It's the worst defense in the NFL. Goodbye, Ron. We don't need you here anymore. I'm Adam Epstein. Yes, You're listening to AWOD Radio. Good call, man. I appreciate it. We'll get back to the phone lines after this quick commercial break. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067, The Fan. Always available around the country on the Odyssey app. I do want to apologize to anyone who's been on hold for a long time. We're, we're dealing with an incredible amount of callers. We got Chris producing, working his ass off, trying to get to you guys on the line. So thanks for the support. I know how many of you guys care about this football team. We're going to try to squeeze in as many calls as possible. 1-800-636-1067. It's AWOD live and local here on the fan. I'll pass it off to Doc Walker at 12 noon. Here's my take on the defense currently. Jack Del Rio's schemes don't work. I know. I know. I don't know correct schemes. I know I don't know correct schemes. I, I, I really don't know what I'm looking at. But I know I've watched enough football to know what doesn't work. And I know what Jack Del Rio's working doesn't work. You can't give up 40 points to the lousy Chicago Bears. You can't let one receiver single-handedly beat you with 230 yards. I know when I watch Washington's defense, something is not right. The line is too talented to not get enough pressure. The secondaries take too many risks. They're overconfident in their ability to jump passes. It, I think it comes down to the scheme. I really do. We can't cover tight ends. I mean, I told you guys about the clip that's going viral right now of Cody Barton letting Cole Komet cross right in front of him. Right in front of him and scores the touchdown. It was the easiest touchdown pass to Justin Fields' career. He stepped back and in a matter of one second, his tight end was wide open. How can we not cover tight ends week after week after week? We can't stop the opposing team's top receiver three weeks in a row now. 
Hey, we knew that with the Buffalo Bills, they're going to target Stephon Diggs. He was unhappy in the offseason with Josh Allen. He wants the ball. He's demanding the football. He got the football a lot because we couldn't cover him. And then it was the next week, A.J. Brown torched our defense. We had no scheme to protect against him. And not only that, we couldn't even tackle him after he caught the ball. And then this week, D.J. Moore turns into Jerry Rice. Are you kidding me? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Mike in Haymarket on line four. Mike, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, good morning, brother. First of all, I was uh, I was kind of, on Friday, I was kind of missing the, uh, the, the um, Chad Duke's rant, but I think I got it from you this morning uh, just a few minutes ago or even just previously to you answer my call. But here's the thing. Jack Del Rio's schemes are not built on a heavy presence for blitzing. He's built on more coverage and more zone uh, coverage for the most part, which is a quarters defense. Uh, so he allows uh, basically a back. He, he wants the front four to be uh, more aggressive. But there's a problem there. You need to have linebackers that can actually not only cover tight ends, like you said, but also be able to come up and stop the run. And that's not happening. Yeah. That's the problem with what this defense is doing. Secondly, you were right. The the cornerbacks are jumping routes instead of actually defending passes. And when they drafted Forbes in the first round this year, they did they specifically said because of his ball hawking ability, not because of his tackling. Uh, you know, God forbid he's six foot one, 180 pounds, and he's going against receivers that are six foot three, 210, 220 pounds. He's not going to be able to tackle these guys, and it's evident. All he does is throw shoulders and thinks he's going to knock somebody out of the out of out of bounds. Doesn't work. Thirdly, that offensive line sucks. Okay, we drafted a, a freaking center to play the game, Ricky Stromberg, and, and he's sitting on the bench behind Nick Gates, who absolutely sucks at line calls. And then you have Andrew Wiley, who is, I don't know where he came from, but you had a tackle sitting on the freaking board, Anton Harrison, who could have come in and played right tackle and solidified that position. Instead, you went after Forbes because you wanted to see a ball-hawking guy who comes in and makes turnovers. But that's not what Jack Del Rio's defense does. And that's the problem. Too many things by Ron Rivera making too many stupid decisions on, on, on irrelevant stats instead of what actually matters, and that's stopping the freaking ball carrier, tackling them and making them turn the ball over by either way of downs or some other method. But this, this way has just really, really, really destroyed any credibility that defense has and, you know, they need somebody who is much more younger, much more poised to want to do what they, you know, to be more inspirational about, you know, advancing in their run aren't in that position, and that's the problem. There's yeah. no emotion there for them to say, hey, I want to be better than what we are, and there's no emotion there for that. So they're, they're content, and that's where we are. Good call, Mike. I appreciate you chiming in. Andrew in Warrington on line six. You're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, so – Riverboat Ron got his nickname from an era where going on fourth and two is was considered unheard of. Yeah. Um, it's, it's he, you know, Pat McAfee says best, he's lost his fastball. Um, it's amazing that Pete Carroll can be can uh, still have it at 70. Um, now, the thing is, Ron's a great guy. And I will say this, you know, uh, we there are some positives if you want to try to find one. Uh, Hal, I do like him. He makes adjustments. You saw even through the game uh, that he adjusted with how he was making his throws just because his guys weren't getting open. He was able to make the scrambles happen. 
Um, so that's why it wasn't a complete blowout. We're talking Cowboys Giants blowout at least. Mm-hmm. Um, it's he has like great guy, terrible coach. Yeah, and that's why I, I will always say I do think when we hired him, he changed the culture. All right, but now we have to move on from that. All right, Dan Snyder's gone, and and I, look, I I think they should make a move before the end of the season. What do you think? The bar the bar was so low that changing the culture was an improvement. However, you have to then be able to move on from there. Sometimes you need somebody who's a pure culture guy to fix you, even though the product is terrible. But now that we're there, we need to move on. I'm not sure it's the enemy. I love him with his offensive schemes. I don't know what his ideas for uh, for defense would be. Hopefully, he brings in somebody that would be uh, would be worth it. I love what the defenders do with uh, with uh, their front four. Uh, with Greg, it, you know that was that, that's great for. Uh, but it's just I, I don't know. But we have to make a decision before the end of the season. Yep, good call, man. I appreciate it. Let's go to line two, Paul in Wheaton. Paul, you're on the fan. What are your thoughts? Hey, what's happening, man? Hey, you're 100 percent right. Dan Snyder stink is still all over this team. I mean, nothing, nothing has changed except for Biennium. That's it. The defense, the offense, special teams, head coach, front office, everything is exactly the same. I mean, it's like like when you're in P class and you, you take your stinky gym shoes out of the locker, your locker still stinks for days. And, and the other thing, he's lapping his ass off on his yacht somewhere in Greece, and he knows. Actually, he was in the owner's box. I don't know if you missed it. There was a time when he was standing there laughing, looking at his, at his text on his phone. That was Dan Snyder laughing his ass off that this team has not changed one iota when everybody thought he was the reason for the badness. Well, we see now it's not all him. That's yeah. all. Thanks, man. No, you're right. We might have done the little laundry and, and washed the whitey tighties, but there's still a stain. There's still a stain on there from when Dan Snyder just constantly pooped the bed with every decision he made, including bringing in Ron Rivera. Happy Thanksgiving, Ron. I hope you're fired before Thanksgiving. All right, uh, we got to take a quick break here. I got one more segment to get to uh, a bunch of your callers. 1 800 636 1067. 1 800 636 1067. I'm having a lot of fun here. And you know what? Me being able to vent and you guys being able to vent about the loss, it's making me feel better. All right, it is making me feel better. And then we got a great college football slate today on Saturday so we can sit back, have a beer, and just forget about the commanders. Just forget about them for eight or nine days. And then we'll get back to it next Saturday here on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan, available around the country on the go with the free Odyssey app. Download it today. It gives you the ability to pause the show, rewind, then pick up right where you left off. Here's my final take from the commander's embarrassing loss on Thursday Night Football at home to the winless Bears. My final take. If you are talking about Eric Bieniemy or Sam Howell as the problem, and I have heard that take from a few reporters as well. If you are talking about Bieniemy and Sam Howell as the problem, you didn't watch the same football game as I did. And you're not watching the same football team as I am. Because all season long, this offense has scored points outside of the Buffalo Bills game. I admit My rookie quarterback made a ton of mistakes. But this team has scored 20, 35, 31. And then 20 again. Last season, the whole season, the team averaged 18.9 points per game. 18 points per game. And we won eight games. So all offseason, we all said, well, if the offense improves, the defense will win us games. 
That's seriously not the case. The offense has issues. The offensive line, Sam holding on to the ball too long, etc. I get it. But to me, that's working through the pains of having a rookie. And they're not the problem. The problem is the defense can't stop anybody. They can't stop anybody. It's like they saw Sam Howell come back against Denver and throw a couple nice touchdown passes, and all the boys in the locker room said, oh yeah, we've got a gunslinger. We could just win shootouts every week. We don't need to get stops. We don't, we don't need to play defense. We got a great offense. We've arrived because we took the freaking Philadelphia Eagles to overtime. We've arrived. What the hell kind of thinking is that? That's on the head coach, Ron Rivera. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Herb and Lorton. Herb, you're on the fan with AWOD. How you doing, my man? Long time. I know, man. And you called me on on a on a Saturday here where I'm pissed off. <laughs> what do you got to say? I love hearing it. So I'm gonna talk about my team that you know I love so much, man. But they're like dating a girl that you love so much. She cheats on you. You keep taking her back. You marry her. She gets pregnant. Blah de blah. And then later down the line, you leave her, and you find out that little herb is not even yours. So <laughs> it, it's tough. <laughs> but right now, man, uh, it's it's personnel issues, and Del Rio and Jack has to go. When we took Forbes, I thought he was a third-round pick, second-round pick. We took Jamin Davis, I thought the same. It's just personnel issues are not there, man, and it, it, it's really hurting us bad. But they have to go, and I won't wait. I think it should happen ASAP, and I'll listen what's your to biggest, you, man. What's your biggest, your what's your, hey, Herb, 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 what's your biggest issue with Jack Del Rio, though? What's your biggest issue with JDR, Jack Del Rio? Man, he's old-fashioned, and he wants these four monsters up front. And I watch these games, man, and I watch Seattle get 11 sacks. They don't have a first-round pick on that dag on defense. We got yeah. four guys up front not getting there, but he has to blitz, man. He has to say this is not working. I understand we got these four monsters, supposedly, but it's not happening. And that's how you get beat on double moves. Because you give them time. You cannot do that. He has to bring some pressure, and I agree with you a thousand percent. How and the enemy, I'm good with that. But they no, that's have a good, to go. that's and a great two point, defense, though. Yeah. They're two defensive coaches, Del Rio and uh, Rivera. And we suck, bro. They have to make a change, man. I'll listen to you. Love your show, man. We'll be, I'll be in touch. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're right. Our defensive line is too good for us to be giving up double moves. We should be getting after the quarterback before they have a chance to get away with that. Uh, let's go to Will and Brandywine. What's up, Will? Adam, what's going on, Adam? Hey, look, Adam, I can't even call this an overreaction Saturday for a change, bro. <laughs> now, what, do look, you think I'm, what do you think of what I've been saying, man? Hey, look, look, man, I, I, I understand about the coaching staff not doing what we need them to do. I'm not going to let them go right now. Adam, I know you want them out of there. I know a lot of the fans want them out of there. But, you know, at this point, we got to let this season play through. I, I think – so here's the thing, Adam. Give me a second on this. When we first hired Robert Hill, the first thing I said was, okay, he's going to come in. He's going to save this ship. He's going to bring in some talent. And then in about four or five years, we're going to find him because the one thing about Robert Bear coach team is he play hard for him. There's no question about that. That's why every year you got a chance. But they're undisciplined. And it's the same thing we've been seeing for the last three years. It's an undisciplined team. They play hard for them, but they have no discipline. That's why we get beat on double moves. You know, 
it gets to a point where you know, everyone talk about Jack Del Rio too, right? And, and I'm not the biggest fan of Jack Del Rio. I'm going to be honest with you because some of his schemes are just not working. I mean, when you know your guy's getting beat deep, Emmanuel Forbes, why not put help over the top? Stop leaving right. them out there on the island. Why are we always pass rushing on rundowns and leaving big gaps for the linebackers to fill we know they can't fill? It's a scheme. I'm not going to lie, it's a scheme. But I tell you what, I like what Eric Bainham is doing, man. Yeah. I still think we're going to do the same thing we did the last three years. I'm going to probably either make playoffs or barely miss it and win a game. You're, you're breaking up, man. i got to let you go. But, uh, look, what, what's so frustrating about Jack Del Rio's scheme is I've never seen a defense – give up so many yards to one wide receiver. No other wide receiver made a catch. A couple tight ends made grabs. No other wide receiver. We couldn't stop one guy. One versus 11, and they won the game. Justin Fields was just throwing it to him. Just bullet passing it to him on the sidelines there on a simple five-yard comeback route, and twice that turned into 50 yards. How is that possible? Terrible coaching. Let's go to John and Herndon. John, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, Rod, love your show. Love the passion. The only thing I would say is everyone's right about what they're calling for, which is the head of the coaches. But the challenge is it's only the fifth game. For me, I look at Josh Harris and the group bought the Devils 10 years ago. Took them three years to fix the Prudential Center. Took two years for them to change the front office. And took one year for them to rectify the coaching situation. I think the guys stay for the end of the year and prove the case that they need to get fired. And EB, you know, gets his chance. But So uh, I, I do know, agree I'm with unhappy. you. Hold on, hold on, John. I agree with you that he doesn't want to make a move. This, this is a whole trust the process thing. But you can't get embarrassed at home on national television and Absolutely. just sit back and do nothing. If that keeps happening, no. he's going to be forced to make a move. Yeah, but to me, the, force, the first move he's going to make is the goddamn defensive coordinator. How do you not blitz? A team that just the week before showed how weak they were with the blitz. How do you leave our four top guys on the line with only two linebackers and no gaps? So I agree. It's an amazing embarrassment. As I said to Grant and Danny yesterday, almost threw myself off from my 300-level seat that I just bought the seasons for. But it is a process. And I trust Magic, who showed how disgusted he was with the performance, yeah. and everyone's bopping about Josh, we're laughing. Hey, maybe that might just be an embarrassed laugh from one of his 76ers co-owners. See what you got into? The, the commanders were the wrong choice. Whatever the hell it was. I trust the Harris Group, $6 billion investment. You don't think they know what they've got to do? Right. I think they no, absolutely I believe know. in him, but here's what I'll say. The honeymoon phase is over. It's time to get uh, okay. real. Yeah. But I think the only real move is Del Rio. That's an immediate fix. Ron and the talent choices, you're not going to replace that guy in the middle of the year. You don't need a lot of lead time to find an, you know, a D.C. and other coaches that you want to change. But more importantly, someone who's a better talent evaluator. It yeah. does, you know, we, anywhere is up from Ron. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Let's go to hey, Mitch in I- Jersey. Mitch, I appreciate you hanging on hold. What are your thoughts? Adam, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. What? what what the heck was our offense? I, and of course, David Line didn't really show up. But where's Rodriguez? And we we have so many. Big, they're they're one man show. Justin Fields, and I guess Atlanta too. Um, I guess that's just what the doctor ordered. The Bears and probably Atlanta at this rate, 
They're going to be out of the Caleb Williams uh, sweet states, thanks to us. And we yeah. have a quarterback. Mind-boggling. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I know. I, I will say, the one positive is that I like the way Sam Howell played. And Sam Howell plays till the last down. He doesn't care what scores on the uh, on the board there. He was fighting through sacks. He was fighting, trying to make plays. I love the kid. We've got a, a gamer in Sam Howell. We just need the defense to give up maybe maybe 10 less points. Right? You think 36 points is a lot. Why don't we give up 26? Then we might have a chance because the offense seems like they can score 30 you know, every few weeks. So uh, it's just coming down to the defense making stops. I appreciate everybody listening to the show today. I've had a ton of fun. I'll tell you this right now. I cannot wait. You know what's going to make me feel great is Sunday at 8.20 when I watch the Dallas Cowboys get their butts whooped. I hate Dallas. And the only thing that makes me smile after a commander's loss is when I can look at the Sunday slate and see the Cowboys took an L2. Right? The Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. We've already got a win over the Cardinals. That's something to feel confident about. Now they're playing against the best team in the National Football League. They've been the best team in the National Football League for two seasons. They're the most complete team. I'm talking about the San Francisco 49ers. Try to stop Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. And try to stop that defense from destroying Dak Prescott. It's going to be a ton of fun to watch the 49ers put up 40 on the lousy Dallas Cowboys. At that point, at that point I'll be able to move on from this terrible defeat. And look ahead to next week. When I see the Cowboys take a big fat L on Sunday night. Because you know what? I love Washington, but I hate Dallas. I hate Dallas. Appreciate everybody listening to the show today. Uh, I'll be back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. And you know what? We might have to talk a little NBA. Because the Wizards season is upcoming here. And I'm a little excited. I, I look... I like Jordan Poole, Kyle Kuzma. Now, it might be the same thing with the Commanders where they won't play any defense, but they should score uh, like 120 points a game. It's going to be a fun season. I always believe there's a chance the Wizards could make the postseason. Appreciate everybody listening to the show today. Stay locked to 106.7 The Fan. It's Doc Walker coming up next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 